Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Everybody, welcome back to Thoughts About the Field your favorite podcast. Ah, first and foremost, if you're listening to this, but you haven't listened to my interview with author, fitness expert, E. Kong, what are you doing here? You need to backtrack. Go back to Wednesday's episode and listen to that. It is awesome. Now, first, a uh, story that I talked about, I think it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, I don't know. But uh, the 10-year-old boy who was charged with assault for hitting a 9-year-old boy with a ball. So, apparently, there's two things that I want to, uh, well, one thing that I want to correct that was falsely or misreported in the initial reports is that they were not playing dodgeball. They weren't. They were playing a game called Tip. I've never heard of Tip before. Anybody have any idea how you play tip? Hit your boy up. But they're playing this game tip, and the one kid picked up the ball. Allegedly, after the game was over, picked up the ball, threw the ball, hit the kid with the ball. Well, the kid who threw the ball, his charges has been dropped. The juvenile corrections, or whatever you call it, decided that while the case was, the mother was... Uh, I guess justified is the word in um, uh, filing her report and that the charges were uh, legit I guess you would say they chose to opt out of pursuing this um, alleged assault and they're saying that they didn't that they weren't doing it based off of any any um, petitions or any protests or anything like that it's shit that they looked at the case, looked at the facts, and decided that they, you know, it, they weren't going to uh, pursue the, any type of prosecution on this child. So they let it go. And they're saying that they hope that they can get the two parents and the children to come together and to work out a solution for the, that'll satisfy both of them. So it sounds like uh, mom will probably end up paying for some doctor bills and so on and so forth. I mean, as you should if your kid hits another kid in the face with a ball. I never had a problem with the kid being held accountable for hitting another kid with the ball. I just felt like to file assault charges was extreme, and I it looks like the juvenile justice department agreed with the DI and was just not going to do that. So let's get into the topic of the day: gamers gone wild. If y'all have been keeping up with news and media then you probably already heard that a 16 year old boy won the Fortnite World Cup and the prize for that was three million dollars three million dollars what that kid won for winning that shout out to the kid I don't know his name but you know who came rushing through the door after this uh, information came out that's right the peppermint committee what does the peppermint committee what problem does the peppermint committee have with this relax i'm gonna tell you it just showed me that people can and will be upset and quote unquote outraged about literally 
anything. So the Peppermint Committee is saying that uh, due to this being uh, um, publicized or however you want to call it, that there's going to be a whole generation of young people that feel like they all they have to do is sit around and play video games and they can become rich. Doesn't that sound exactly like something the Peppermint Committee would say? Now, this, <laughs> it was funny because when I, saw, when I saw the post on, what was it on Facebook? I saw it on Facebook saying that the kid won and how much he won. And I went to the comments and it was all through the comments, people going back and forth about that. And then um, I actually ran into people in actual life. In actual my actual adventures in the streets I ran into people that wanted to bring up the conversation about the, uh, this young man saying how this is gonna just ruin these children and it shows me a couple things it shows me one these people have absolutely of course they're not gamers they can't be gamers because every gamer any legit gamer <laughs> on any level knows and completely understands that the esports championships is like the equivalent of playing in freaking NBA, NFL. They understand, people understand that not just anybody can waltz in there and win one of these tournaments. The people who engage in these tournaments uh, often view it as a job. They do uh, their regular life activities and then they spend a certain amount of time practicing. And I would just assume, I don't know the kid's background, but I would assume for him to be good enough to win the World Cup, the World Series or Fortnite or whatever they called it, that he, his parents had to be in on him uh, uh, preparing himself for this tournament. This isn't something you just walks in and win, number one. And majority of gamers, younger and old, know that and understand that. I think I'm pretty good at a few games. But I definitely know I'm not good enough to beat the world at the game. Uh, and what else was I going to say? Lost my train of thought, but we're going to keep going. They're not gamers, number one. And number two, it shows that they have absolutely no knowledge of the gaming community. Because esports has been around for a while. This isn't something new. There are people out there who make a living, who their whole livelihood is practicing and playing for these tournaments and getting sponsored on teams and you know traveling the world and no everybody can't do it we all know that and then let's think about the youtube community and how many people out there are making a livable wage from posting videos and live streaming them playing video games uh this is i I touched on this on my episode they don't want to work this is a Jetson versus Flintstone uh, mind state or, or, or thought process. These are the type of people that want you to believe and want you to stick to that old formula of, you know, go to school, graduate, go to college, get a job or graduate high school and just get a job going to the workforce. You have to understand that the future is now and there's so many different means of making income. Like there's a kid, I think the kid's like six, seven years old and he's the highest grossing YouTuber in the world. When my daughter was here, uh, we went to Walmart and um, I noticed the kid, uh, I knew his face from from YouTube, from, you know, just he randomly 
not randomly pops up, but I think I watched the actual somebody reporting on speaking vlogging on him being the highest paid YouTuber. And um so I noticed his I, I recognized his face and he has like a whole line of I think they're called mystery eggs or something like that. These little eggs, balls or whatever, and they have stuff in them. And you don't know what's in them, you open them up. He has his own freaking line of that. This kid's six years old. And all that came from investing his him and his parents investing time and building him a career in YouTube. Now, as I said, everybody can't do it. Everybody can't do it. But it is 100% possible to uh, create a or, or have a career just all based around playing video games. And a lot of people still have that 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 image of gamers as if like they're just a bunch of fat kids or fat uh, men who live in their mama's basements and all they do is eat uh, Doritos and drink Mountain Dew and Red Bull and sit there and play games 24 hours a day. Now, I'm pretty sure there are people out there who do live that lifestyle who just are just bums and lazy and do nothing else but play video games and that's their whole life but that is not the that's not the norm for gamers i'm a gamer right i have i, I hold a full-time job sometimes more than full-time job uh, i host a podcast um i raise a daughter uh you know girlfriend house car mortgage all of the above and i still make time and spend a lot of my free time playing video games and then they bring up the whole social skills and they're not developing their social skills because they're sitting in this room and i'm like bro bro look man these kids still have to go to school that's where they're supposed to be developing their social skills and having their social interaction we got to get away from this uh image that these are the kids that go and who, who come to school with hoodies on in the summer and just sit in the back of the classroom and don't say anything to anybody that's not that there are people like that I, i'll say it over and over again i'm not saying these people don't exist but i'm saying those people are the exceptions and not the norm most gamers are just regular people you know i'm from the street i'm from the hood and you know in my rattlesnake days majority of the the places or, or, or places that I hung out at with people who were into uh, questionable lifestyles, they were gamers too. You know, they'd be doing what they're doing, selling whatever they were selling and whatever, whatever, and they'd be sitting there playing Madden, whole freaking time, Madden, MLB, freaking all types of video games. Gamers come in all shapes and sizes. And at the end of the day, gaming is just a release. It's a release. It's no different than, think about this. It's no different than the guy who sits that goes and sits down and watches the news, you know, for the whole time he gets off work. He just turns on Fox News or whatever news channel and sits there and watch news until he goes to bed. It's no different than the person who comes home and, and, and watches every baseball, every basketball game until he goes to bed. But see the people who watch the news and things like that they feel like they're better than the people who play games for some reason people want to equate gaming with things like laziness immaturity 
and stuff like that. We got to get ourselves out of that mind state because it's stupid, Peppermint, for me to let that go and let these people be great. We're going to keep the show rolling. We're going to take a quick break. And make sure you go back and listen to my interview with Arthur Econ, author of Buck Naked and Blessed. ever wanted to grade your Instagram like you ever just sat back and wondered I wonder if this if Instagram was like a, a paper that I had to turn into a class how would it hold up how would it how would it fare is this is my Instagram my A plus Instagram or is my Instagram a C minus Instagram you ever thought about that hell me neither but apparently somebody has because there's a whole app for it. There's a whole app that grades your Instagram. Now, the point of this app is supposed to be to help you uh, get a better understanding of what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right to get your posts more engagement. Now, I could see, you know, I'm always the devil at, at devil's advocate. I'm always trying to look at both sides of a situation. So I can see how this may work in favor of a content creator or so on and so forth to help them get an understanding. But at the same time, I think Instagram is one of those things that you're either good at or you're not. I mean, you know whether or not your Instagram, you know whether or not your Instagram is popping, don't you? You know if you put that when you put up that picture and it only gets three likes, you know that picture either wasn't that hot or your Instagram is trash and nobody's paying your IG any attention. You know that. But what I'm not understanding is for it to grade it and show you the areas that you're lacking. I don't see where I'm not saying it doesn't because. I'm not 100% well versed in it. I didn't download the app. I just kind of read what was on the video and on the caption. But I wonder, does it give you any type of suggestions as to what to do to make your Instagram pop even harder? Because, you know, like how podcasters or, well, podcasters, YouTubers and stuff, they'll sit around and they'll give you these ideas about putting keywords in your in your show name and keywords in the title of your show that'll um, fool the or, or work with the algorithm to get you placed in front of more people and pushed in front of a bigger audience and so on and so forth i wonder do they give out any of that type of information i want i'm just wondering because i want to know how useful it actually will be i'm not going to try it definitely not going to try it but it's just a thought. I wonder how useful something like this could actually be. Or is it just feeding into that whole desire? Because then you know that uh, they're, they're capping on that desire that we have to, to get more interaction on our social medias. Because of that little dopamine hit that we get every time we get a like, every time we get a comment, every time we get a new follower, it feels good. It releases you know chemicals into your brain. Like the same type of chemicals that you get when you use certain type of narcotics. So, 
it basically basically they're teaching you how to be a more efficient <laughs> more efficient is getting as much of the juice out of the IG that you can but like I say I do see how it could be useful possibly you know for people that are doing who create content or who are trying to drive or push a business through their IG stuff like that I guess it could help you out maybe it could help you out I don't know I'm not I don't know it just seems weird to me you're gonna grade my my uh you're gonna grade my IG okay cool whatever I'll grade it myself didn't get no likes on the post F I failed the post failed it sucks <laughs> but I know y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some discipline and that's what I'm gonna give you discipline of the day man let people enjoy things stop killing people's dreams this one's for you peppermint committee just because you may not understand how something works or the potential behind a particular interest that somebody else may have doesn't mean that you should doesn't give you the right to just come in and invade their whole space and try to shoot down their dream look we understand that you didn't make it we understand that you clocking into a nine to five that you hate every day and probably will be for the next 30 40 years of your life but that doesn't mean that that has to be necessarily be someone else's life there's a million one ways out here to get money there's a million one ways to be successful and no and uh success all depends on how you're looking at it and there are people out there who would be perfectly happy if they had their little youtube channel and you know was making enough money to pay the rent and put food on the table they view that as their success and it is completely legit way to make some money stop crapping on other people's dreams the type of people you when you crap on other people's dreams that makes you look like the type of person that is bitter that is angry because your dreams never panned out because you weren't able to do things that you wanted to do and you probably have a little bit of resentment you probably have a little bit of hate in your heart because you're doing something that you don't enjoy doing so you want to crush everybody else's dreams of doing something the possibility of being able to make a living doing something that they enjoy stop it you look goofy have enough discipline to work out those demons that you have within yourself with yourself and remember it may not be too late it may not be too late for you to refocus for you to reinvest yourself into something that you actually might like something that you actually might enjoy doing for a living stop being a dream killer it's not cute it's not cute at all yes we understand that everybody's not going to the nba everybody's not going to the nfl the mlb the nhl none of that everybody can't is not going to be an esports player everybody's not going to be a successful youtuber a successful podcaster a successful rapper singer dancer whatever but the fact is that there are people out there that have the drive that have the initiative to make these things work don't get in the way of people who do have that type of ambition just because you don't everybody wasn't built to go to school everybody wasn't built to go to a university and go wear a suit and tie and sit in a cubicle all day some people that type of life just disgust them just the whole thought process of living that lifestyle drains the life out of them and they are going to do everything in their power to make sure that that is not the life that they end up in if that wasn't you that's fine relax it's okay go to your cubicle watch them do it on youtube take this information use it however you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today either way 
you made a difference, my friend. Now, go back and listen to that episode, that interview with Coach E. Kong, author of Buck Naked and Blessed. You will not be disappointed. Make sure that you keep on coming around. There's new episodes of Growing Up to Feel DI coming. Uh, there's more interviews coming. I have at least two more lined up. Just got to knock them out and get them ready. Uh, that's going to be a new part of the show, or at least I'm hoping that I'm able to continue this string of get bringing you a someone interested to listen to their story and listen to what they got going on on my show. If you're out there and you have a story to tell, you have something interesting to say, you have something to promote, you have an idea, you have something you want to get out there to the world, feel free to hit me up at thoughts by the VLDI at gmail.com. We can get you up in here. Uh, hit me up on IG, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Same on Twitter. And we definitely can get you up in here and help you get yourself exposed to a bigger audience and help you achieve the dreams that Peppermint Committee said are unachievable. And out the VLD, I love y'all. Get you some breakfast because you're going to be out here getting shit done. I'm out of here, man. Peace. <laughs>